0: banking episode every single Wednesday. I've had a lot of fun doing these for you guys weekly, so let's just keep this train going, or the Loki train going, for, for that matter, so... I don't know where I was going with that. Anyways, uh, I received the first two episodes in advance like I stated in the last two reviews, so I feel like I've seen these episodes like years ago, so it's nice to actually see an episode in real time with everyone else so we can all talk about the surprises and the, the character beats, the story moments, and really just have a collective conversation until next week's episode and basically just theorize about anything and everything uh, to, to keep that conversation going. I, I love that stuff, especially the MCU. So, yeah. Uh, Just like with the first two episodes, I'm gonna kinda give a broad review of the episode and I will leave spoilers until the very end or any type of questions I might have that might dip into spoiler territory and uh, I will do that just in case if you haven't seen the episode. So, at the end of episode two, we were left with the cliffhanger of Sylvie and Loki going through a portal and leaving the TVA behind. Pretty great, right? So now uh, they are off on their own little adventure and that is this episode. It's set in one place, uh, and we get to see them just conversate, have a talk, a chat, if you will, to kind of see like what everyone's motives are, where everyone is at, and their the state of the, their missions, and just their, their mindset, and a little bit about themselves. And so that uh, this episode is very important to do that, to kind of peel back the layers of both Sylvie and Loki even further, so we can uh, kind of attach ourselves a little bit more to these characters. Um... So I don't think this is a spoiler because this is it's right up at the top. I won't tell you the year it's in, um, but they do land on a place called Lamentus 1. It is a civilization that's about to be demolished um, and basically be wiped out because uh, this is one of those apocalyptic uh, moments in time. And that's what they were shot out to. And Sylvia was like, Loki, this place is going to like blow up in like 12 hours. What are you doing? And so they can't get back. Because their uh, their time pad is destroyed, so that's all I'm going to say. Um, but since that is the case, they have to try to figure out how to get off this planet, fix the time pad, charge it up, do whatever they need to do to get off. So in the meantime, um, we just we get these wonderful conversations with just them talking about each other, talking about life, talking about what needs to happen in order for this mission to succeed. And I thought it was really sobering to kind of hear them just kind of talk it out. Um, They both have the same tendencies, uh, but it was really nice to see them be a little bit more vulnerable, to show us a little bit more behind the curtain, if you will. And I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed their kind of quiet conversations about, there's one conversation they had about love. Uh, which was really nice and pleasant because, you know, deep down, like, those are two just lonely people just navigating their way through through life. But at the end of the day, they would like to have someone that they could go home to um, and and just be loved. Everyone wants to be loved. And, you know, with Loki being an outcast, he's kind of had, uh, you know, he hasn't really had anyone in his life to really give him that that type of love in a, a proper way. He had his, his mother, obviously, um, but, uh, you know, he was still missing, like, that that part of him. And Sylvie does, too. And so I really like that conversation quite a bit. But the whole tone of this episode is doom and gloom. Because we are a a time structure at the very beginning, saying, hey, this place is going to blow up. We have to get off. So you know in the back of your mind that this place is going to be wiped out. But these two are having conversations, and they're just, they're really just fascinating to listen to. Um, but you know, in the back of your mind, you have that anxiety going because you know that they're on a time crunch. But yet, they find moments to, you know, have these conversations that really do mean something, that have an impact on these two characters and just the whole kind of uh, state of this whole episode. It's just, it's a very sobering kind of doom and gloom situation. And even at the very end, My God, for a mid-season cliffhanger, I still have no idea where it's going to go. Like, that is so wonderful about this show. Every single episode, I I can't even pinpoint what's going on. Um, That could be a bad thing. Maybe at the very end of episode six, they don't wrap anything up. But for right now, they're just giving us little nuggets, little pieces of information... And still at the same time when these cliffhangers happen, I don't know what the path is for these two's fate and then also the end of this storyline. Like, that's insane to me. Because usually with TV shows nowadays, you can you can pinpoint that stuff. You can be like, well, I saw that one coming from a while away. Or like, you know, oh yeah, that makes a whole lot more sense now. I don't know where this is going. And the fact that this ends pretty much in a very, like, just a throw your hands up, kind of like confused, but also like super, super sad ending. I was like, okay then, that's the way we're going with this. Um So it was just a, I just thought it was a really interesting episode of like really great character growth. I really liked the action sequences um and the use of the cinematography that they had and just making it really like swift and in the moment and you feel this exhilaration as you're watching it and you know maybe talking about Loki just has the lights flickering right now my room, I don't know what's going on my room is going to explode I guess um but yes uh, a really great uh, action sequences especially like towards the very end and just the the use of space and just camera work and just the the editing and just the like I said the exhilaration of those scenes, they were really fun to watch. And then, at the very end, when you get that final moment and it just clicks, it sobers you up a bit. And then the credits roll. And you're like, I I don't know how to process this. Like, this is insane to me. Because um, at least at the end of, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, with its mid-season, because they were uh, also six episodes... I was still shocked by some of the cliffhangers, but like, I had a sense of where they were going, I guess, like, just a a nice little hint, just just a sprinkle, just a hint, I have no idea where they're going with this, and that's what's so awesome about this uh, show so far, um, but uh, like I said, I I really I really like this episode. A lot of different things going on, and I just thought it all just kind of meshed well together. But my favorite part, for sure, was the character growth between Sylvie and Loki, um, and understanding, you know, a little bit more about her powers, uh, and just kind of seeing Loki be himself a little bit. You know, the first two episodes, he's been captured by this agency, he's not, he's kind of confused, he doesn't know what's going on, and of course he learns about his life, but we hadn't really seen Loki be Loki yet, just be himself, and I think there was like that, that that was the moment that kind of brought a smile to my face, because like, Tom Hiddleston is this character, he knows how to play this, he's super charming, he's devilish, uh, he's stylish, uh, you want to hate him, but you want to love him, it's just, it, it's such a great dynamic performance and character, and this episode we really got to see just him being him, and I absolutely love that. And then we get to, little, know, like I said, know a little bit more about Sylvie. Um, and so, yeah, I just thought it was, like I said, very quiet quiet and sobering at points with the sense of just dread in the background. And it was uh, very different from the previous two episodes, but I like that. Change it up. Change it up every week. Um, But, yeah, I'm like, super excited for uh, episode four. Almost that's season four. I was like... <laughs> Is my brain working today? Um, yeah, so I, I I can't wait. So let me know down below what you thought of episode three of Loki, and then uh, yeah, let's have a discussion. So my break right here, and let's jump into spoilers. So honestly, there isn't really a lot to talk about when it comes to spoilers. It was kind of a spoiler light episode, just more like I said about uh, Sylvie and Loki. Just. Um, hashing it out having those conversations that were desperately needed for not only them to understand what they're both doing but for us as the audience to know what they're doing um but a couple things that uh are definitely that definitely stand out um what this isn't really like a a major thing but at the very beginning when they go to limit this one they're in the year 2077 that is the furthest uh, that they've gone in the future so far i just thought that was That was cool. Uh, It's not really like a a major thing, but 2077, pretty wild. Um, So a couple things. One, throughout the entire episode, the TBA does not go after them. That's interesting. Now, it could be because Sylvie just planted all these like, you know, timeline... um, You know, breaks and like, these different, you know, uh, breaks in the timeline and everything. Maybe that's what they were focusing on at the TVA, and so they didn't have time to go search for them. But I found it kind of interesting that they did not even attempt to go for them. Um, You would have figured at some point in the episode you would see a TVA agent go through a portal and, like, hey, they're here. Uh, I see them. Um, Because they know everything. Right? So... I thought that was interesting that they did not stop them. And second, this was probably the biggest reveal of the entire episode. Um, Sylvie was saying that the TVA agents were people plucked from Earth. And that they are variants themselves. So that makes me wonder if... First of all, like, so everyone is just plucked from Earth, and we're dealing with like variants of themselves. And so I'm just wondering, like, how they got themselves into that situation, or were they were they kidnapped? And now I'm starting to think maybe, just maybe, this is just a theory, because we have the show Secret Invasion coming out, and of course that's going to deal with a lot of um, um. Or is it the Cree? Or the Scrolls? I think it's the Scrolls. Um, they can shapeshift, right? And so they've been on Earth since the 90s. I'm wondering if a lot of them have been replaced with scrolls and maybe their former selves have been brainwashed or tricked into being a part of the TBA. So I, I have no clue. I, I'm just pfft. I don't know anything about the comics. I'm just kind of going off of the MCU film timeline, but that was the one thing that caught me off guard was that all the agents are variants themselves and they've all been plucked from Earth. Well, they she said one of them was plucked from Earth, but I I had just have a feeling that most of them or if all of them were so that could be something to do with like Secret Invasion or I have I have no clue. But yeah, that was the biggest reveal of the entire episode. And then uh, also, um, the timekeepers are still... um, uh, They're they're still faceless at this point. We don't know who they are. Which also leads me to believe that maybe they are variants themselves. And they're not actually the true timekeepers. Maybe they're just stand-ins. I think we might have like a... Like an Iron Man 3 situation where, like, they're gonna get to the timekeepers in the next episode, and it's like some random dude, and like they're just a placeholder, like, they're a variant placeholder for the actual timekeeper. I-, I have no clue. Um, but yeah, that made me wonder if the timekeepers were actually like some type of variant as well. Like, maybe the original timekeepers and like the TVA like died off a long time ago, and they needed to be replaced by people. So maybe Scrolls. Went on to Earth and stole a bunch of them, threw them up there, and maybe they run it. Maybe they run the timeline. I have no clue. Kevin Feige, you you know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a schlub in a bedroom right now trying to come up with like what the end goal is for all this. But um, yeah, I, I just love how it gets my mind working. So. Like I said, that was the only significant spoiler, so let me know down below what you think of all of that, just anything, uh, if you're enjoying Loki so far. Um, I'm enjoying all these shows uh, so far, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and now this. They're all radically different from one another, which I love. I don't need the same thing over and over again, uh, but that's what's been so great about these. Uh, So let me know down below what you think of Loki, uh, episode three, and I will see you next week for episode four. See you later.